0: Are you thankful to be able to praise this morning? Amen. You stay- Thank you, Lord. We could always call on your name, Jesus. we call. count on you. an easy thing for you to do. And your hand is moving right now. You are still showing up at the tomb of every Lazarus. And your voice is calling me out.
1: Um, we always have the victory. Praise the Lord. Isn't he good? Amen. Would you give the Lord a shout this morning? Aren't you glad to be in church? Where else would you rather be on a Sunday morning? Even during football season, church is the right answer. Isn't it good to be here with your family this morning? Would you just lift your hands this morning one more time? Father, we love you. We thank you for this morning, for the chance to gather together, that you inhabit the praises of your people and wherever two or three are gathered, God, here you are in our midst. You have freedom to move in this place this morning, God. This is your house. Do what you will this morning, Heavenly Father. If you can agree with that, would you say amen? Before you're seated, who's up on the camera today? It is Ben. I thought you weren't gonna be up there, bud. (laughs) So we have Miss Beth at home today and all of our online viewers. So go, Ben, go ahead and pan. Everybody give a big wave. While we're doing that, kids, you are dismissed. That will include our junior high class this morning. You guys can go. Praise the Lord. After you've waved, wave at somebody across the room, then you may be seated as well. Awesome. Aren't you guys grateful for this worship team? Amen. I I love not not being up here sometimes because I can just watch them and just worship. Isn't it good to have faithful servants of the Lord? Amen. Thank you guys so much. Well, I wanted to welcome everybody to church this morning. If there is any first time visitor, would you raise your hand so we can call you out and embarrass you above anything else this morning? I'm just kidding. But we do want to know if you are a first time visitor. We want to love on you, let you know that you are welcome here and you are family. Amen. Uh, if you are joining us online, good morning. We love you. Thank you for being here as well. Uh, We have a few announcements that I want to cover this morning, and I have two things on here. Miss Beth sent me a text. Aren't you glad that you have uh, Pastor Beth that is always faithful, whether she's here or not? We love you, Miss Beth, because I don't know what I would do without her. I'd be up here making up announcements, and that wouldn't be good. But uh, uh, ladies, we have a few things that are coming up in the next few months, so keep your eyes and ears open for announcements and slides that are coming. We do a lot of social media posts as well, but one that I wanted to bring to your attention, and if if I don't get all the details right, it's Miss Best's fault. Saturday, April 24th, there will be an outdoor spring boutique. We're going to have more details in the upcoming weeks, but I think it'll take place out on that back patio, uh, and it's going to be a little, little mini shopping outdoor mall for you, lots of cute clothes. Guys, if your wife's birthday is coming up, come buy them something. That'll be good for the ladies. Also, um, we've been having some glitches on the live stream. So if you are watching this morning and you're having some issues, uh, we're on Facebook and on YouTube as well. So you can try either one. But our team is doing a great job if we're having glitches during the morning service of getting the service up immediately afterwards so you can go back and enjoy it a second time as well. Okay, this one's really special. Guys, do you have a picture? We have a new church family member this morning. Do we have a picture up there? (laughs) Meet Dagny Louise Lilland, born at home on March 12th at 12, 14 p.m., eight pounds, 13 ounces of pure love. She's already such a blessing. Nick and Lindsay, we love you guys. They've been part of our church family for a long time. And here is the next generation of world changers. Amen. Guys, I think that's all that I have for you this morning. So would you please welcome Pastor Mike?
2: Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, we want to talk to you about giving this morning. Uh, You know how this thing works. You can either give online or you can give by text or you can do it the old-fashioned way with a check and an offering envelope. Uh, At the end of the service, the, the ushers will be at the rear doors. And have the offering containers there if you want to give that way. Uh, we've got some special guests with us this morning. Uh, John and Alva Ramick from Columbia. They're doing a, a fantastic job down there. We, they've been with us before. I know that you must know them. I want to, uh, to read this morning from Deuteronomy chapter 28. The first uh, 14 verses of the chapter, I believe. Here's God speaking to his people. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all of his commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, and the fruit of your ground, and the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your kind and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shalt thou be when you comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way, and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, and in all that thou settest thine hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee a holy people unto himself, as he has sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God, and walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord sware unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven, to give his reign unto thy land in his season." and to bless all the work of thine hand, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head, and not the tail, and thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath, if thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day, to observe and to do them. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. Folks, these are the promises of God that are independent, of the circumstances that are taking place around us. There's no place where God said, These promises are yours unless you're in the middle of a pandemic. These blessings are yours unless you're in the middle of a lockdown. These words are yours. These promises are yours unless you've got crazy people all around you in the world. God's promises are sure, and they always come to pass. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the precious word of God. We thank you for the promises that you've made unto us. We have your word, Father, the word that can never fail. So we thank you for blessing us abundantly in these last days. We thank you for supernatural increase. We thank you, Father, for spectacular increase. We thank you that the blessing of the the wicked is laid up for the just. We love you, Father, and we call your word into being in our lives because we are doers thereof. In Jesus' precious name, amen.
0: Amen. Will you join us for this one last song? Praise will ever be on my lips, ever be on my lips. Thank you, Jesus. We praise your name, your praise. Mm.
2: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we bless you magnify your holy name we exalt you Jesus as king of kings and lord of lords thank you father for the precious holy spirit that's here among us and within us we thank you that he's also with us blessed be your holy name blessed be the name of Jesus amen 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 Praise the Lord. You may be seated. We've got some special guests with us this morning. John and Alba Ramek, who are missionaries to Colombia. God's used them over a span of, how long have you been there now? 32 years. Praise God for faithfulness. God's used them in a great and mighty way to turn their country around. They've had an impact, and they're continuing to have an impact on that country that's just mind-boggling. They're great friends of ours. We're glad to have them with us. Would you join me in welcoming them back to Foothill Family Church? Thank you. Is your mic on? There you go.
3: So I'm on here, Buenos dias, good morning, uh, and this is a wonderful, blessed church, praise God, and I just rejoice uh, to, uh, being here with my wife and Pastor uh, Mike, Pastor Beth, and uh, uh, their, their children, uh, Adam and Katie, uh, uh, serving, serving here in the church, uh, also, uh, this is a wonderful ministry, and um, I want to thank you f- uh, for your support, uh, your prayer support, your financial support. Uh, to our ministry for many years, Uh, and um, we have um, uh, a video to show you, uh, show you some of the fruit uh, that's going on, and and you're uh, part of this, obviously. Uh, This is Foothill, uh, this video is Foothill Family Church South, more or less, an extension of your church, of your ministry uh, also, and also I want to show that video first, and I'll make a few other comments also.
4: In 2020, we started off with our youth conference where a thousand kids attended. They were filled with the presence of God and their lives were equipped to do the work of the Lord. En desarrollo del estado de emergencia, aplicaremos. Un aislamiento preventivo obligatorio para todos los colombianos. Desde el próximo martes 24 de marzo a las 23 y 59 horas. Ah, es no. no, no, salida y necesito no a a las la ¿Y dónde, no de las cámaras y donde traigo las estaleta están allá cargándose allá y si quiere que se acomoden en los tripodos eh, ya descargo salga tengo una ¿Tú cámara tú? para irme ¿Qué? en vivo vamos in Mission Colombia, we had one of the most challenging times in our history that caught us by surprise, but God was not surprised. He already had a way for us. During our seven-month lockdown, we were able to keep doing what God has called us to do. We never stopped. We kept praying and
0: working.
4: We had to adapt ourselves to what everything that was happening. Most of our activities had to be done online. Our meetings, conferences, and church services were being done through this channel. We had guests such as Pastor Kenneth Hagan, Terry Mize, and Mark Hankins, and we were able to connect with thousands of people all over the world. We were also able to help more than 5,000 families during this time. We handed out food and most importantly, the gospel. Pastors were also helped through Mission Columbia through our teachings and activities in our church. Our Bible schools were able to grow through our virtual platform. We have 1,840 students who are being equipped for the good work. They are being trained all over the world, in 18 countries, 3 continents, and many cities. Every department in Mission Columbia has grown during these months. This was able to be done because of people like you, who kept helping us even during a hard time. With your donations, we were able to keep working in our church, school, and Bible schools. We will keep working because nothing can stop God's church. We are Mission Columbia.
3: Praise the Lord. Hey, thank you for uh, your help. Praise God. And uh, also... Uh, With with the Bible schools, uh, a good report on uh, the Bible training centers, uh, the Ramah School specifically, um, uh, everything that's gone on the last year or so, that uh, right now we have more students in the school uh, than we ever had before. Uh, And uh, uh, praise God, so the Lord has blessed. We have a lot lot of studying online, obviously, but it's uh, a good group uh, coming uh, to the uh, school, uh, I don't, how do you say it in English? Um, Personally or whatever, in person. Uh, and uh, so praise God uh, that things are going well, the church is doing well, uh, and, and similar to Pastor Mike, we're sharing here before service a little bit, similarly to what you guys did, we opened about uh, back up about the same time basically uh, um, in May there and I got started again uh, and doing well and uh, our satellite churches and the church that hooked up with us and the ministerial association uh, we've been helping them in different ways uh, uh, to keep going uh, and supporting them all at the same time uh, some had some difficulties with uh, paying rent where they were and stuff, and we helped with that uh, and whatever. But it's like uh, we have about 300-some churches uh, that are hooked up with us uh, through the ministerial association, uh, preaching the gospel in uh, in Colombia, Venezuela, uh, in Cuba, uh, in uh, uh, in Brazil, Argentina, uh, and uh one other country, and uh, and doing well, praise God, uh, the ministry, and thank God. Uh, we, we believe that uh, time is short. The Lord is coming soon. Uh, the last day harvest is coming in. Uh, the, the rain of God is falling, and uh, good things are going on, praise God. Uh, and thank you. Uh, I, I salute this church and your... Uh, uh, and your courage, and your spirit of faith, and your faithfulness uh, to keep uh, preaching the gospel here in the church, and uh, uh, and the people are connected online at the same time. Praise God! Just uh, that's uh, a good testimony, and, and and I appreciate that. We appreciate that uh, you guys have done a, w- a wonderful job. And uh, and um, I want to share this morning about something just to exhort you. Uh, along, it's called "Go the Extra Mile." Or be a second miler, if you want to say it that way. Uh, and uh, a couple of verses here to start in Matthew 5:41. 41. Uh, this is the New King James. Uh, and whosoever compels, Jesus uh, speaking here, and whosoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. And uh, the, Jewish, the complete Jewish Bible puts it this way, the version. Uh, and if a soldier forces you to carry his pack for one mile, carry it for two. Uh, Now, uh, under Roman law uh, and uh, at this time, it was uh, uh, it was an obligation uh, by law that you had to carry the pack and the the, the equipment of a, a soldier and his uh, di- different um, the, the things. They had uh, one mile was uh, really, really wasn't a mile, but that was translated King James. But uh, a certain distance, uh, and uh, and once you got done, you, you just go and you you. Well, I'm done. You put it down on the ground, and I'm gone, and I did my obligation. And I'm not going to do any more, uh, and uh, but Jesus said, uh, "Don't do that." Uh, he said, "Go, uh, go the second mile. Uh, do a double. Uh, do extra. Uh, do more than than, than expected. Uh, do do a uh, a better job than what they're thinking or whatever." And uh, and so he said, "Take it the second mile." And. Uh, what I'm sure would happen would he he'd say you go the one mile and the, and the Roman soldier the, and he would uh, the Christian guy would say well uh, can I take this another mile for you? uh can i uh, uh keep doing this and uh i i would like to see the face of that roman soldier uh he kind of lo- would look and go this guy is different this guy and no one's ever said that before to uh to me uh, uh cuz no one's everyone's always done it with a bad attitude and uh, uh just uh, cuz they had to and uh, uh without a smile and this guy he wants to go another mile uh, and uh, I- i'm sure um, he would ask in that, trend, in that second mile uh, hiking or going, uh, uh, and he'd say, like, why are you doing this? Who told you to do this? What's the deal? I had uh, a wonderful opportunity to, to share about Jesus, no? Uh, Jesus to, told me to do this. Uh, and uh, and uh, that's the whole, I'll get to this more at the end of this uh, uh, preaching here, but uh, the, what second mileing does, uh, it opens doors up for the gospel. One way or the other, uh, it opens people's hearts up uh, as we go the second mile and do the extra effort in whatever we do, Uh, and that's what I want to talk about uh, this morning specifically, and uh, doing an extra good job. Like, what is the difference between a combo meal at McDonald's and a dinner dish in Cheesecake Factory? Uh, The... uh, Preparation, uh, cleanliness, atmosphere, uh, the plates, the table, the uh, the the lighting, the cooks, the waiters, and uh, and of course the price at the same time. Uh, and uh, and uh, why has the minimum or the accept, uh, or acceptable or barely enough uh, almost become the normal today? Uh, in this world, uh, and, uh, and to go the extra, to do the extra effort, uh, uh, almost is looked upon as abnormal and uncommon and uh, uh, almost strange and weird or, or whatever. And, uh, uh, and I want to encourage all of us uh, to go the second mile in everything we do, uh, second mile uh, in your relationship with the Lord, a uh, second mile uh, at home in your marriage and uh, with your children or grandchildren or however whoever's there, uh, and uh, at, at your job, second miling uh, uh, here in church, uh, serving God, going the second mile at the same time. Uh, that, that should be a style of life. Uh, this one little phrase that Jesus said, uh, go the second mile, uh, the, that will keep us busy, basically, for the rest of our lives. <laughs> In all areas of life, it, it, we keep reminding ourselves of this simple little basic principle, uh, which uh, it opens up the blessing, the favor of God on your life, and at the same time opens up doors for the gospel uh, to be preached. Uh, uh, it, what, what a wonderful concept. Uh, just go the second mile and Jesus said uh, to do it so obviously we can do it uh, it's, uh, we have the ability to do it uh, we're constantly faced with this decision uh, go the minimum or go the extra mile do it just enough barely get by, or go extra, and uh, uh, extra effort, and whatever I do, the, uh, the, this attitude of, uh, of going the, uh, the the first mile, some people have, uh, enters into our relationship with the Lord at times. The attitude, just, well, I'm going to make heaven, uh, and that's about it, uh, I'm saved, praise God, and, and that's good, praise God, uh, uh, but, but they're not thinking about fruit, and good works, Uh, generosity, pleasing God the Father, uh, uh, doing damage to the kingdom of darkness, uh, and and bringing in the harvest of souls, uh, that's not on their minds, that that first mile mentality, just enough to get in, just enough to make heaven, whatever, uh, uh, and uh, I challenge all of us to go for the second mile, uh, uh, to be a second miler. Um, the ten virgins there in Matthew, uh, five were, were first milers, uh, five were second milers, you can say it that way. Uh, and uh, uh, five of them uh, brought extra, uh, extra oil for their lamps, and, uh, uh They didn't have to do that, uh, but they were going extra effort, preparing, uh, uh, doing a good job, whatever. And, uh, uh, and they were blessed, obviously, uh, uh, more than the, the five that didn't have the oil, uh, the, the, the widow of Serapheth. Uh, she borrowed a bunch of empty jars. Uh, she went the second mile, uh, and she, uh, from all her neighbors and friends, and they uh, filled, she, uh, and the oil filled all those uh, jars and clay pots up. Uh, she went the second mile, doing an extra effort. Uh, the good Samaritan, uh, he went the extra mile. Uh, he could have literally, he went and walked the extra mile, uh, several miles there, uh, helping that guy. He could have passed by. He could have let him the, uh, stay on the road, bleeding, dying, uh, uh, but he, he did, went the second mile. He did an extra effort. He rolled up his sleeves and uh, he got involved uh, uh, taking the, the good news to that man, uh, helping him out. Uh, praise God. Uh, David, uh, when he brought back the ark to Jerusalem, uh, he went the second mile and praised God with all his might. The Bible says he just didn't do a, a barely enough. I'm gonna praise God uh, just a little bit, uh, just just enough to get by. And, uh, uh, but he praised God with all his heart, soul, mind, and body. Praise God! Uh, danced before the Lord and praised God and uh, lifted up his voice. Uh, uh, praise God! He was a, a second miler praiser. In that sense, uh, uh, the woman who broke the alabaster jar of perfu- uh, perfume and anointed Jesus uh, for, for his burial, the Bible says, uh, she could have just given him a little bit. She could have just kind of opened the bottle up or maybe give, give Jesus a few sprays and uh, that, that, that'd be good that, that was a blessing but, but she poured the whole bottle uh, which is a, a year's wages uh, uh, There is uh, real expensive she gave it all praise God uh, she went the second mile and, uh, and because uh, she did that we're preaching about her today still uh, and uh, that's part of the blessing uh, uh, the Lord uh, he's our example of going the second mile he went the second mile for us Uh, in everything he did he was a, a extra effort Savior's a Lord and Savior, praise God. Uh, and uh, I fed the five thousand, the four thousand. There were uh, twelve extra baskets full, and seven ex- extra baskets full uh, going the second mile. Uh, he not Jesus went the second mile in that He not only died on the cross for our sins, but He paid the penalty for our sins by descending into Hades for us, whom God hath raised up, having loosed from the pains of death. Because because it was not possible that he should be holden of it and rose again the third day. Uh, we serve a God uh, that's more than sufficient, uh, that goes the extra mile for us, has gone the extra mile in the redemption, praise God. Uh, therefore, let's go and uh, the second mile for him. He's not requiring us to do anything that he hasn't done. Uh, that's, that's just, that's right then. Uh, he went the second mile for us in the cross. He not only forgave our sins, uh, he gave us eternal life, but he made us the righteousness of God, uh, the provided healing, provision, supernatural favor, uh, blessing, long life, divine protection, uh, uh, the whole package, praise God. The whole uh, nine yards, as they say. uh, He he gave it all, praise God. The Lord is, uh, uh, we need that mentality, the the second mile mentality in everything, uh, uh, how we live uh, in, in our marriages Uh, Second mile mentality, Uh, sometimes people give their testimony or uh, are talking about their marriage. Well, we've been married uh, 20 years or 30 years or 40 years or... 50 years or whatever, and, uh, and they almost uh, kind of have the impression, well, you should give me a medal of honor. We've been married that long. We stayed together. You know? and, uh, and like, well, we made it, praise God. Uh, uh, we're survivors. Uh, uh, that's not the idea. Uh, uh, a second-mile marriage is uh, have a good marriage, a healthy marriage. You enjoy being together. You, you laugh together. There, there's uh, peace and joy in the relationship. Uh, praise God, uh, uh, a second-mile marriage. And that, that, that's a, but that takes extra effort, obviously. Uh, that, that takes a, a second-mile mentality to have that. Uh, n- n- uh, the Lord blesses us, uh, n- not just uh, enough just to pay the bills, uh, but abundance to be able to b- give and bless others at the same time. Uh, the Bible says in First Corinthians two nine, uh, but as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear has heard, neither hath entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love Him. Praise God! Uh, he wants us to receive the extra, uh, to be an extra blessing in everything we do uh, unto Him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Praise God! And there's a uh, a quote I have here—it uh, kind of fits in here—that from Napoleon Hill. Um, I'm not recommending all his books, but some got some, yeah, some good stuff. Uh, the man who does more than he is paid, uh, more than he's paid for, will soon be paid for more than he does. And that's true. That's just the second mile mentality in his own words. Uh, uh, Same idea. Uh, And uh, I have another quote here I found somewhere. I know someone gave this to me. Uh, It says, good, better, best, never let it rest. Till your good is better and your better is best. Uh, St. Jerome said that. (laughs) But a little playing words there. Uh, Good, better, best, never let it rest. Uh, Till your good is better and your better is best. That's that's pretty good. Uh, uh, You can begin today. Uh, be a second miler. Uh, obviously, in a church, any church, there's first milers and there's second milers uh, and, uh, in different areas of their lives. Uh, and uh, we, sometimes we're a second miler in one area, a first miler in another area, uh, whatever. Uh, uh, but let, let's, uh, let's be a second miler. Uh, even here in church, uh, giving someone an extra generous uh, compliment, uh, blessing someone, a, a Holy Ghost smile. Uh, to someone, uh, a greeting, uh, 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 a a warm hug or greeting, or or today that's not so easy sometimes. <laughs> whatever, uh, but well, whatever. Uh, and uh, uh, do you want do you want to be promoted at your job? Uh, be a second miler. Uh, have the idea that I'm there to get there early. Uh, 15 minutes early, say 15 minutes late or a half hour late. I get the job done. Uh, working hard all day long, uh, uh, concentrating not on your phone or whatever, uh, uh, not talking with others, and uh, uh, getting the job done. Praise God, uh, and not uh, criticizing your boss or your job or your your, uh, your employer, the corporation uh, or your salary. Just a a, a good good uh, employee. Praise God. Uh, second mile employee. Uh, and if you do that, uh, uh, you'll, you'll be blessed. You'll be promoted sooner or later. The, the favor of God will come on you. Uh, because you're going the second mile. And uh, blessed are the doers of the word of God. Uh, so you're a doer, you'll be blessed. Uh, in, in, in any uh, area, the, uh, that's uh, the that mentality. Here at church. Uh, same. Uh, this church has a wonderful helps ministry. The uh, people helping out, praise God. Real helpful, real, uh, a real uh, good spirit about them, praise God. Uh, but but you can be you can be involved in that too, praise God. Uh, greeting, uh, praise and worship, wherever, whatever area uh, you can see. Around going the children's, uh, uh, youth ministry, uh, uh, being involved, getting there early, being prepared, uh, being ready, giving your best for the Lord. Uh, uh, staying later, uh, uh, in this uh, after the service is over, helping out, everything's done, uh, good job, a good uh, working with a smile. Uh, we serve the Lord with gladness. Praise God, uh, and uh, that's a second miler server. In the church, a second mile helps ministry or or deacon or whatever you want to call it. Uh, uh, but that, that, that's the uh, the mentality, uh, and uh, we, need, um, this, um, we need to. Someone said this. We need to. We start sometimes Christians aren't like in a survival mode. Then we get into a success mode, uh, which is good. Uh, and uh, there's, uh, but we need to get into a significance mode, where we're, there's fruit. Uh, That we're blessing others. Not just that uh, sometimes we're just getting by, then we get success, and we're doing well, and whatever, I'm blessed, and whatever. But we need to get the significance where I'm being a blessing to others. Where my fruit, and other people are eating of my fruit and uh, being blessed. Uh, uh, Let's let's go on the second mile of being significant. uh, uh, Being fruit bearers, praise God. And uh, what I want to do this morning, where I want to go, I want to talk about an, an example here. About Abraham uh, and Isaac and uh, Eleazar and uh, uh, Rebecca. Uh, this story is uh, a good illustration uh, of second mile mentality. There's a lot of stuff we can say here, and uh, um, I, I was going to read it all here for Genesis, uh, but I think I just kind of paraphrased what went on here. Uh, that then Abraham was old and well, in age and whatever, and, uh, and uh, Sarah had gone on, uh, uh, passed away, uh, went on to her, her, her reward, praise God. And Isaac uh, was really kind of depressed uh, when his mom died. Uh, and the Bible says, and uh, he was, he was kind of mommy's boy, if you know the Bible, more or less, and uh, real close to mom, more or less, and, uh, and uh, more of the in-the-house type of guy, uh, and, uh, and he was real close, and so mom went on, he got kind of miss mom and whatever, and he couldn't get over it, it seemed like, for a while, uh, uh, and whatever, he couldn't get, get, move on. And so Abraham thought, well, I'll help him out in the culture of the day, get him a wife, whatever. And so so he calls his servant Eliezer, and it makes him uh, uh, make a vow that he'll go uh, unto his, uh, pe- to his uh, relatives uh, in Mesopotamia uh, and bring back a, a wife for Isaac. He, he puts his hand under his thigh and they, they make a vow. And uh, he, he vows by the, the God of heaven and the God of earth. Uh, he, thank God he's the God of heaven, but he's also the God of earth. And uh, that means he'll get things done here on earth for us too, praise God. And uh, so I put a God of earth also, and and, uh, bring back a wife, uh, a believer is the idea, uh, the same uh, uh, spirit of faith, the same spirit, uh, uh, the the same uh, 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 um, beliefs they have, and so uh, Eliezer uh, gets together ten camels, uh, loaded with goods and, and, and gifts uh, for the new wife to be, uh, and, uh, and he crosses the desert. Now he goes to all, the whole going east there the, to the desert, and uh, it's like four hundred. Uh, it's like let me get this right: seven hundred kilometers, which is about four hundred miles more or less, uh, of pure desert. And so uh, a long trip with ten camels, uh, and he finally gets crosses the desert. And he gets into Mesopotamia uh, by the city of Nekor, uh, and uh, there's a well there. Uh, what the tradition was, or the way they did it, uh, the ladies would come out in the afternoon to get water for the house and the knees and whatever, uh, for the, and with their big clay pots on their shoulders or whatever. And, uh, and he gets there, and the ten camels are real thirsty. Only he has the camels, the camels are kneeling. Uh, which says uh, uh, that they're really thirsty because uh, uh, they haven't drank for the whole trip. I'm not sure how long it would take, uh, 400 miles, but whatever. Uh, and and uh, he prays a prayer. He says, Lord, bless my journey, whatever. Uh, just uh, the first lady that comes uh, and offers me something to drink and offers to drink for my camels, uh, she's the one. Uh, and that, that'll be a sign, and we we, also, we realize uh, you have great teacher here in this church. Uh, uh, that, that's not really the way to be led by the Spirit today, but but it worked in this time because there was no other way. <laughs> uh, the, and uh, uh, we're, we're led by the Holy Ghost inside today, and, uh, and they were led by more signs and different things because they weren't the temple of the Holy Ghost like us. Uh, but uh, but that you know that so uh, and uh, so they they uh, he prayed that and, and we get some praying. Uh, he opens his eyes up and the first person he sees is Rebecca it uh, looks like the Bible doesn't say this expressly but I'm going to kind of add this in or guess or whatever uh, like she's the first one there uh, she's like the first one in line uh, for the water in the afternoon uh, so that, that shows me that uh, she's a real go-go go-getter, she's a second miler, she's giving extra effort, uh, uh, she's there early, she's ready to go, uh, and, uh, and he sees Rebecca, and uh, he, the Bible says that, uh, that, no, she's the answer. Uh, one thing, this is kind of a side issue, a side idea, that uh, if she, uh, sometimes we pray, and sometimes the Lord answers pretty quick. Uh, and uh, uh, sometimes we have the idea that we're almost convinced it's going to take a while, uh, but sometimes the answer is right there. Uh, and uh, she, first thing he got done praying, he, there was, uh, praise God. And I know there's a, uh, the Lord requires faith of us, and there, there's a time also, and I, uh, I know that, uh, uh, and that's right. Uh, but sometimes uh, we have to be ready for some quick answers, too. And uh, uh, so there, there, there she was. And the Bible says that Eliezer to, uh, now we know that it's Eliezer, not, not from the Genesis uh, uh, account of the story, but from other uh, different uh, uh, accounts. Uh, we know it's him because it doesn't mention his name here. Uh, but uh, Eliezer, he runs towards her, uh, to Rebekah, uh, and uh, he's he's kind of excited. He thinks this is it. Uh, and when uh, he gets there, and I guess she's a little surprised, this guy running at me. Uh, and uh, and she says, uh, you want something to drink? And she takes her pot and gives him a glass of water or whatever. Uh, and and she says, uh, uh, can I get uh, uh, water for your camels also? She knows the 10 camels kneeling over there. I guess the camels were, were praying for water or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that that's not good doctor but uh, and so and so this is this is, uh, the, my point here uh, after all this then uh, the bible says that rebecca now she runs to the well to get water uh for these camels and she runs back and she runs to the well and she runs back uh because uh, you, you realize that it's going to take a lot of trips to water these camels uh because a normal camel um, uh, drinking a thirsty camel will drink 30 to 40 gallons of water. And there's 10 camels, so we're talking 300 some uh, gallons of water she has to bring here. And uh, uh, as a big order, as a, a, a real uh, big job she's got, and, and a, a gallon of water weighs like eight pounds. Uh, so uh, we're talking almost a, over a ton of water uh two thousand some pounds and she has to uh, bring that so she runs to the well she runs back and i don't know how many trips maybe 50 to 100 trips uh, uh, she had to do to bring this and uh, and eliezer uh he's just uh re- kind of looking and rejoicing as she's running back and forth uh it didn't occur to him it occurred to him to help her but uh <laughs> but that's uh He's a man, so he wasn't thinking that. He's, he's making think one thing at a time. And, so, and uh, he's thinking about this is the answer. This is her. And, uh, and she's going back and forth. And, and uh, when she finally gets done, and then uh, uh, he takes out a he had a what a bracelet and a, some earrings and stuff and he gives it to her and he bless her uh, and and he asks her whose daughter are you what family are you and he found out he's a relative of, of Abraham he's the right family the, uh, she, so she's the right one and he tells her the story and she gets excited and and uh, uh, she goes back to tell they go back and uh, uh, to stay the night with their camels and they have the fodder and all, all the the and everything the camel needs, and so the next morning, that uh, they ask permission that night to go, and they go quickly. To, uh, they're 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 excited. They're moving in faith, and uh, so they they go back now, and uh, they're going back to the. Uh, to, to uh, where Isaac uh, lives on uh, other side uh, of the desert. And, and they get there, and, and this, is a, this is a side point, but I thought it was interesting when I was reading this uh, on last night, uh, that that she, uh, they get there, and, and uh, she sees, she's on her camel, and she sees Isaac out in the field working, and, and uh, she gets off her camel, and she asks, uh, who is that? Uh, And that's Isaac, and this is what Eleazar says, that's Isaac, my master. And uh, what's kind of interesting there uh, to me is that, uh, in truth, Isaac wasn't his master. Abraham was his master. But he realizes that he's serving not just Abraham, he's serving the whole family of Abraham. And that's one thing about church and even in pastors and uh, when you're serving in church ministry, you're serving the pastor, uh, serving the vision uh, to to bless the community, take the gospel to the community, obviously, Uh, but also you're serving the, the pastor's family. Uh, uh, he's serving the whole, the pastor's wife, uh, uh, children. Uh, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a combo uh, uh, condition. It's a combo deal. Uh, and and, and uh, Eliezer, uh, second Miler himself, uh, because he is real the most faithful servant they had, the best worker, the uh, the hardest worker that Abraham had. That's why he sent him. Uh, and uh, second Milers realize that. Second Milers understand that principle. Uh, that it's not just the uh, uh, Abraham, but it's, it's Abraham and the family, the uh, the kids, the wife, the uh, the whole the whole shebang, as I say, the whole group, uh, and, uh, and uh, so they they got married, and uh, Isaac uh, was happy, and he got out of his depression, and uh, that's that's the story. Uh, and, uh, and but I want to there's some things points I want to bring out of there. Uh, That uh, about uh, Rebecca specifically uh, and her second-mile mentality. Uh, And she was a real second-miler in everything she did. Uh, She had that attitude about herself. Uh, She was faithful, uh, some things about her. Uh, She was faithful to get the water, and she got there early. Uh, uh, Luke 16.10 says, He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. Uh, Then uh, she was faithful to do little things. Get there early, uh, to help out, uh, uh, to bring the water for the family, for the washing and for the cooking and for uh, for the evening meal or whatever. Uh, She was faithful. And uh, second milers are faithful, praise God. And not just faithful, they even go to be loyal, uh, which is even better. Uh, And... uh, there's, a, there's a, the faithful geyser here in California, which you guys are real familiar with, I believe, uh, of, uh, erupts every 30 minutes, Old Faithful. And, uh, um, and uh, every day, every year, every decade, was uh, almost every 30 minutes, uh, it goes off and whatever, la, uh, real dependable. Uh, hopefully, they can call us Old Faithful one day, too. That'll be your name one day. You're the old faithful, uh, uh, many years serving, being a faithful, uh, faithful husband, faithful wife, faithful servant uh, of the Lord, faithful in church, uh, faithful to serve the Lord, uh, faithful in your job, faithful, uh, uh, old faithful, and that, that, that's a that's a second miler. Uh, Today, a person keeps average, uh, at least here in the U.S., uh, different statistics, uh, keeps the same job for only five years, stays in the same marriage for an average of eight years, has the same car for an average of seven years, the same friend for an average of seven years, the average pastor stays with the same church for an average of five years. You guys are blessed here. Praise God. Um, How many years, Pastor Mike? Uh... Uh, here in church, pastor. I'm uh, not good at uh, <laughs> <laughs> 35 years. Praise God. That, that deserves a round of applause right there. Praise God. Hallelujah. No, no, that blesses me. 35 years. Praise. And, uh, and uh, an assistant pastor stays with the same church for an average of three years. Uh, and um, there's rotations of these things. You have to realize uh, a youth pastor for an average of two years uh, stays uh, uh, a praise and worship leader for an average of 18 for an average of 18 months. Uh, in churches. So a- a- whenever you're above those averages, you're doing real well. Praise God. Uh, and, uh, so praise God. Uh, that- that's the second mile uh, mentality. But I want to uh, talk about the first mile mentality and the second mile mentality a little bit here. Uh, I have a contrast of the different ideas here. Uh, first of all, the first mile does the minimum. It Gets enough to get by. Uh, the extra mile, second mile mentality uh, does the maximum. More than enough. Uh, the first mile uh, is, is more mechanical. I, I need to do this. I'm obligated to do this. Uh, this is my, 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 my obligation, whatever. Uh, and uh, the extra mile mentality, uh, it more comes from the heart. I want to do this. Uh, I desire to do this. It's my passion. is my desire to serve and to help. And, uh, the uh, first mile uh, does the required. The second mile mentality uh, does more than the required. Uh, first mile uh, notices problems, uh, can uh, notice different problems that go on. I'm uh, uh, faithful, perhaps, but just first miler. Uh, the loyal, uh, the second miler helps fix the problems. It sees it, but it says, "Well, let me help fix this. <laughs> uh, be a part of the solution, whatever." Uh, that, that's a uh, loyalty. That's second mile mentality. Uh, uh, first mile comes on time, uh, second mile comes early and stays late. Uh, first mile mentality does what, what it can, uh, second mile mentality does what is necessary. Uh, first mile mentality does the expected, uh, second mile mentality does more than the expected. Uh, first miler ignores weaknesses perhaps, faithful in that, uh, uh, but the second mile mentality covers and strengthens weaknesses. The first mile mentality uh, believes in the vision. It's a good vision, I believe. It's it's, it's correct and whatever. Uh, The second mile mentality, uh, speaking of the church here, uh, promotes the vision uh, and is loyal and wants to run with the vision. Uh, The first mile mentality has many visions, kind of hooked up with a bunch of ministries and uh, doing a lot of different things, different areas. Uh, uh, A second miler, a loyal person, uh, has just one vision. Is hooked up to one vision, helping out, giving us all 100% for that vision, praise God. Uh, Speaking of the local church, local ministry here. uh, The the first mile mentality notices what needs to be done. Uh, The second mile mentality does it. First mile mentality moves with the multitudes. Uh, People say and do this and uh, they go with the multitude, go with the majority, whatever. Uh, The the second mile mentality, loyalty, uh, moves with the pastor. Uh, speaking of church here Uh, the first mile mentality needs to be motivated Uh, the second mile mentality motivates others first mile mentality believes in churches and pastors and it's good Uh, uh, second mile mentality loyalty has one church one pastor Uh, the first mile mentality uh, the second mile mentality makes the the church shine Uh, it's a blessing that's one thing about the body of Christ about ministry. Loyalty, you can't fake it. Loyalty is either it's black or white in the sense that you either got it or you don't. It's yes or no. It's obvious if someone's loyal or not. And that's why we need to be loyal. Go to be a second miler. The small things are important for God the Father. Nehemiah was a second miler. I'll talk more about Rebecca here in a minute. Uh, Nehemiah, uh, obviously he was a second miler, uh, cup bearer for the king, uh, and doing a good job, uh, a, a excellent job, and uh, tasting the different drinks or whatever, the uh, liquids that uh, the king would be drinking there, and uh, make sure they're not poisonous, and uh, uh, keeping his cup full and whatever, and uh, not the greatest job in the world. Uh, and, uh, and he's doing it, by, uh, but he does it with a smile. He uh, has a good attitude, uh, he's uh, being a blessing, uh, he's helping out, uh, helping the king, and uh, doing what he needs to do, because uh, uh, one day, I, I know this, because one day Nehemiah shows up for work, and, and he's got a, a sad countenance. He, he's kind of uh, um, bent out of shape, kind of sad, uh, and, and, and the king notices, Nehemiah, he's not happy. What happened? It's kind, this is weird. Nehemiah is not working with joy and not working with a good attitude. So obviously he was a second miler. It was evident to everyone. And Nehemiah was blessed for this attitude that opened the door up to go restore the walls. And because that attitude and the favor he had with the king for being a second miler for so many years, serving him. And he was a blessing to many because he was a second miler. And that reminds me of David, too. And uh, we, we all like the, the story of King David and David and Goliath and First Samuel 17 and whatever. And he uh, uh, you know, slays the giant and, praise God, uh, five smooth stones for Goliath and for his four brothers and, uh, and the, whole de- the whole deal. And, and, uh, but we, sometimes we forget the way he got there uh, is because he played the, the harp, the instrument, really well. Because uh, one day, Saul raised Saul, Ray Saul uh, uh, was looking for uh, someone to play an instrument uh, uh, to soothe him, and he had uh, problems. I won't get into that. But, uh, and he uh, uh, yeah, asked, So, who's uh, the best uh, harp player we got, the best instrument player in this uh, sense uh, uh, in the kingdom? Uh, everyone said, Oh, that, that's David. He's the best player. He's, uh, he must have been practicing and studying and uh, doing his best uh, uh, to play that instrument. Uh, he was a second miler. And then he was brought before the king, and, and that opened doors up, and the whole thing uh, uh, for David and Goliath and the kingdom. And the, and, and he was crowned king later on, and the whole anointed and everything. Uh, uh, but it all came uh, because he was a real, uh, real uh, studious. Uh, to, with the second mile in practicing that instrument. In the hills of Judea, so, uh, surely uh, pastoring those sheep uh, and uh, practicing at night, uh, practicing hours at a time, hours at a time, uh, uh, something we think is mundane and not that important, uh, but that opened the door for a series, a chain of events uh, that brought him uh, uh, into the kingdom uh, as king uh, over Israel. Uh, uh, and, uh, uh, but just being a second miler, that was his attitude. Uh, if you just see David, his passion for everything he did, good or bad, uh, the, uh, he, he had a passion. He was a second miler uh, in the things uh, and uh, in his life. Um, an usher, the greeting of an usher, uh, just a uh, smiling every Sunday, uh, that smiling, being a blessing, uh, same attitude uh, here in church. That, that, that's a blessing, isn't it? And so, see that person every week. There they are, and that, that kind of blesses you too. In the sense that, well, I could live that way too. I could be, I could be happy all the time too. I could be blessed, and uh, I could be uh, the joy. I can have the joy of the Lord too. And uh, uh, the reason uh, uh person, I, I was. Uh, a baptist uh, many years as a, as a, a young man and uh, as a teenager and uh, and uh, the first time I ever went to a Pentecostal church and uh, for us the baptists where I live where, uh, they were like the uh, it, was, it was a sect. It was. It was like it was weird. Uh, uh, Pentecostals and uh, uh, all the they did and believed in and whatever. And, uh, and uh, I kind of I, I heard that you know from uh, years of indoctrination, whatever. And I, but I went into uh, a Pentecostal church. I was starting to read some books by Brother Hagen and stuff. I kind of got interested in all this and uh, the move of the Spirit, the uh, the, the f- fullness of the Spirit, uh, the gifts of the Spirit, and uh, and praying in tongues the Holy Ghost and all this. And uh, I, I, I go to this church, I was kind of nervous, uh, and I went by myself. and uh, there's an usher, just remember this, uh, I haven't thought about this for years. Uh, the uh, usher that greeted me at the door and just a big smile, his eyes were shining. I remember, and I just uh, he was anointed, he the anointing of God on him. And, and, and that impressed me. I go, "This guy got some." I don't got. <laughs> and, uh, it was kind of obvious to me. I wasn't full of the spirit, baptized the Holy Ghost or anything. And that, that, that created a desire. And it kept going back, and I got baptized in the Holy Ghost and uh, the whole deal. And, uh, and here we are <laughs> just, uh, uh, years later. Right? Just an uh, just, usher uh, going the second mile. Uh, just, uh, if you, if you agree to me like kind of sad or, or not too happy that I was there or who are you, And uh, uh, I might not have came back. And uh, and so, praise God. uh, Those those, uh, second milers, well, well, you don't know who you're blessing and what's going on. No, it does not. Uh, Live life that way. And uh, uh, now let's let's talk here more about uh, Rebecca. And uh, Rebecca places people uh, before protocol, agendas, calendars, schedules, and convenience. Because uh, uh, she's got things to do. Uh, she's, a, uh, she's a second mother. Uh, she's, uh, she's got her list of things to do, I'm sure. Uh, and, uh, back at home, uh, uh, she's got to get the supper ready and do this and wash the clothes and uh, help out, whatever, uh, and uh, in, in the house and get things ready for uh, when they come back home, everyone. And, uh, and uh, she, doesn't, she wasn't thinking of, of watering ten thirsty camels. That wasn't in her, her plan. Uh, but she, she was flexible enough uh, to do that. If sometimes we're, uh, if you be a second miler, you can't be too rigid. You can't be too. You have to be flexible in some things. Be led by the Holy Ghost and uh, different things. Uh, it could change. The Holy Ghost could change our plans real quick. And what we want to do for the day, or do this, or whatever. and whatever. Uh, uh, the good Samaritan uh, descended from Jerusalem to Jericho. Uh, he had to change his plans. Uh, he wasn't uh, planning on helping a guy and taking him into a hotel and, uh, and, and and putting on the bandages and uh, pouring in the water, the oil, and the wine, and the whole whole thing. Uh, uh, but, but he did that because he was flexible. Uh, and, and sometimes we have to just be open to the leading of the Holy Ghost and different things to help people out. Uh, and uh, uh, maybe someone will call uh, call you and uh, you got things going, but you kind of uh, sense that they need some help. They're kind of depressed or something. And you take 15 minutes to encourage them. And then, that could just uh, change your lives. That could be a wonderful blessing to them. But you say, well, I don't got 15 minutes or whatever. But just kind of be flexible at times. Uh, to help out, to be a, a second mile Christian, a second miler uh, in, in your Christian life, testimony, serving God here in church, uh, and uh, another thing about about Re- Rebecca, uh, she's running, she's not walking, and uh, uh, the Lord is watching her. Uh, Jehovah Roi is watching her run back and forth, uh, and, uh, and and uh, and the Lord was pleased with that. Uh, and, uh, and she became uh, a princess in the royal family. Uh, she got super blessed. Uh, uh, she was blessed spiritually, uh, mentally, uh, physically. She had twins later on. Uh, uh, just blessed in every sense uh, uh, of the word uh, uh, because she was a second mother that opened up the door. Uh, that, uh, that, that was, she was chosen above others because that was her attitude and, and uh, that was the favor of God on her life. Uh, Another thing about this story is that that servant uh, was uh, never named in this story, which I thought was interesting. Uh, And uh, uh, his identity wasn't in himself. His identity was was wrapped up with his master. And and when when your identity is wrapped up with your master, uh, the Lord Jesus, uh, you you can become a good servant because you're not worried about what people say or th- do or, or think of me or whatever, because uh, that's not your identity. Your identity is who you are in him, uh, in, in the master. And he had this attitude, uh, Luke 17, 7, I want to read this. Uh, but which of you having a servant plowing or feeding cattle will say unto him by and by when he has come from the field, go and sit down to meat? And will not rather say unto him, make ready wherewith I may sup, and gird thyself and serve me till I have eaten, eaten and drunken, and afterward thou shalt eat and drink. Doth he, doth he thank that servant because he did the things that were commanded him? I think not. And this is the Lord speaking. Uh, so likewise ye, ye have done all those things which are commanded you, say we are unprofitable servants, for we have done that which are, was our duty to do. This is, uh, a lot I could say here, but but, uh, this guy, he's working in the field all day long, and then he's serving, uh, uh, doing his job. Then he comes into the house, uh, which I could say one way to interpret this, uh, that uh, not the only way, but one way, it would be the sense that uh, he come in the house, come into church, and he had to keep serving in the church, uh, keep working. And uh, it's like uh, I worked all day in the field uh, in my job, uh, nine to five. Uh, uh, put into working all day. You want me to come serve in church on Sunday at the same time? Yes, <laughs> that's that's the idea. Uh, that's uh, uh, that, that's what this uh, is talking about. And uh, so, because uh, uh, we done we all we've done to serve, uh, we're still unprofitable in one sense uh, uh, to the Lord uh, uh, in in in. In our service, because it's the least we can do, it's the minimum. Uh, he gave us salvation, uh, eternal life. Hello eternal life, uh, forever and ever and ever. Uh, it's the least we can do uh, to serve. Uh, we're in the family. Uh, he loves us, praise God. He's blessed us with every spiritual blessing in uh, in, spiritual, in heavenly places, in Christ Jesus, praise God. Uh, just wonderfully blessed. Uh, at least we can do is serve. And sometimes people have that mentality, well, I've served all day uh, in the fields, worked uh, my job Monday to Saturday or Monday to Friday, whatever. Uh, you guys are blessed here in the States. Uh, the work week, work week here is uh, Monday to Friday. In Columbia, it's Monday to Saturday. So uh, I work six days a week. <laughs> uh, so it's a blessing to uh, work five days a week. Uh, and, and so uh, they come in and, and ready to serve. That's, uh, that should be our attitude also. Uh, and we don't seek for ourselves uh, great things. Uh, the Bible says in Jeremiah, uh, we're seeking uh, great things uh, for the kingdom of God. Uh, serving the Lord with gladness of heart. Uh, now faithfulness does not begin tomorrow, but it begins today. Being a second miler. Uh, we, we need to strive to be faithful, not famous. Uh, to seek his kingdom, not our kingdom. Uh, We we need to strive to be seen of God, not seen of men. We need to seek godliness, not popularity. We need to seek to be covered by the shadow of the Almighty, not to be discovered. Uh, We need to seek fruit, not fame. That's uh, uh, the attitude uh, of Eliezer not being named here. He wasn't important. He wasn't trying to make a name for himself. The great Eliezer, that found the wife for Isaac, and uh, he'd be famous. Uh, uh, no, he just did his job. Uh, did what was required. Uh, did the, the, the normal. He did it with a good attitude, and he was blessed for it. Praise God. Uh, let, let's walk the second mile uh, in church service, giving, loving, uh, arriving early, uh, doing our best, uh, doing, going 100%. Praise God. Uh, Now, another thing about this story, our service is to take the water of salvation to the thirsty camels of L.A. And uh, there's a lot of thirsty camels around here, Uh, and uh, uh, in this whole Orange County, I guess it is, uh, area. Uh, And uh, uh, your job uh, uh, as a Christian planet in this area is to take the water of salvation to these thirsty camels. What does Mark 9:41 say? Uh, For whosoever shall give you a cup of water to drink in my name, because you belong to Christ, verily I say unto you, he shall not lose his reward. And uh, uh, there's a reward in doing it, but we take the, the, the water of salvation, that well of salvation, of water, of, uh, of new life uh, to them, uh, and uh, uh, the, the, these people are thirsty. They're living in a desert. Uh, They live in the desert. These these thirsty camels, uh, uh, they don't have Christ, uh, they aren't saved, they haven't been born again, they're not sheep of the Lord, uh, and uh, our job is to take them the good news. That's uh, uh, any church, uh, The basic, Core reason to exist is to be able to share the gospel with others, praise God. Uh, and as a Christian, it's same uh, same deal for us. Uh, take that water of, of salvation and, and uh, suggestion. Uh, take, the, uh, take the good news, take the water to the thirsty. Uh, t- kind of be led by the Holy Ghost and don't waste your time with people that aren't thirsty. And uh, sometimes people try uh, to give water to someone that's not thirsty uh, uh, for salvation. And and, uh, don't spin your wheels there. Find the thirsty ones. And uh, you have a lot more fruit. You'll be a lot lot more uh, successful. (laughs) And a lot more impact, praise God. And uh, uh, wherever they are, there's thirsty camels out there. uh, They're tired of this desert, uh, this dry, arid, uh, lifeless, hopeless world. And they're looking for something, and we have the water. Uh, We got the cool, crisp, uh, clean, transparent water of salvation for them, praise God, that will satisfy their thirst, and they'll never thirst again, praise God, uh, if we take the gospel, take that water. uh, But I like Rebecca, she was running. Uh, to take that gospel, running, to, uh, running back and forth, running. To, uh, uh, she, she realized the importance of this. Uh, she, uh, was pa- a pa- she had passion. Uh, she uh, had a seal of God. Uh, and we need that zeal to take the water of salvation. And just by helping out here in church, you're helping to do that. Uh, if someone comes into church and receives the Lord here, uh, and you're serving, uh, uh, you have credit for that too. That, that, that's put on your account same time. As um, pastors, he uh, uh, has credit for that, uh, but everyone as a team uh, working together uh, will get credit for that same time. was Proverbs 25, 25 say, as cold waters to a thirsty soul, uh, so is good news from a far country. Uh, that's uh, the, the cold waters of salvation, uh, Be uh, the impact of walking the second mile. Remember what Jesus said uh, to the soldiers or whatever? Uh, Towards the soldiers, uh, take walk the second mile with them, and that, that would open the door up uh, for them to hear the gospel, hear the good news about who's Jesus. Uh, the, the, the soldier asks, "Well, who told you to do this? Why are you doing this? Why are you different? Why you're not normal? <laughs> uh, what's going on here?" Uh, uh, that, that cause that will cause a thirst in others, and uh, uh, see, see if we're going to take the 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 water of salvation to people uh, we create a thirst by being salt uh, uh, salt of the earth by going the second mile being different a uh, uh, different attitude uh, the, the, the strength of God the light of God the love of God uh, the extra effort that we, we give to everything uh, serving the Lord with passion uh, serving others with passion uh, and that open door will open doors up Uh, For the gospel to share about Jesus, the good news, and uh, sow seed. Uh, When the queen of Sheba uh, came and, and saw the order of the kingdom of Solomon... And all the tables, and all all the uh, the servants, and their 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 vest, their, their their clothes, and, the, and all the, the order that was there. Uh, she was so blessed uh, that the, by the excellence of the second mile servants in the kingdom of Solomon. Uh, she became a believer. And That opened the door to her heart, and when this is different and whatever, and she received uh, Solomon. I'm sure shared with her uh, the good news uh, about the Messiah, uh, and she was saved. Praise God. Uh, uh, we have Operation Search and Rescue. Uh, there's three stories. I don't have time to go into this much detail, but in Luke 15, there's three different stories about taking the gospel out. Uh, one of the first one is the lost sheep. Second one, the lost coin, and third one, the lost son. And uh, the prodigal son, and uh, uh, they kind of go together. There's a uh, the kind of hook in. Uh, I kind of saw this a couple years ago. Uh, that uh, that with first of all, uh, the, the the taking the, the gospel of the lost sheep is Jesus, the good shepherd, going the ver the word of God uh, being sown, uh, uh, going out to find those lost sheep, and the word is sown in the heart of someone. The second step is the lost coin, where the woman and the lamp. Uh, Go searching uh, for that lost coin, which is the church, uh, the the woman, and the uh, the lamp, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, uh, working on that person, the church doing their job, praying for them, uh, uh, being a witness towards them, causing thirst, uh, showing the light of God, uh, the Holy Ghost uh, towards those people, uh, shining the light on that lost coin. And then the third step is the Father waits waits for them to come home. The word has been sown. The church has done her job. Uh, The Holy Ghost is working on them. Uh, The light of God is working on their heart, uh, showing their lost condition, showing their need showing uh, for Jesus, showing the love of God. Uh, The Holy Ghost can reveal that to them. And then uh, they'll come back home. They'll come into the kingdom. They'll come into salvation. And the Father waits patiently uh, because the job has been done. The word sown, uh, the Holy Ghost is working. The church is doing a good job, and they'll, they'll come home. Praise God! They'll come into the kingdom. Uh, they'll come. They'll come into uh, salvation. Come back home to the Father's house. Praise God! And that's uh, the the process. But we need to uh, to take that light. We need to take that lamp as a woman out to the world and shine the light of the gospel and pray and uh, release the Holy Ghost, uh, uh, praying for the reign of God, the presence of God, the glory of God to be manifest, the gifts of the Spirit manifesting, the glory of God manifesting. And the Bible says here in Isaiah 22, uh, 52, verse 7, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that publisheth peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, that publisheth salvation, that saith unto Zion, The Lord reigns. Praise God. And that's our job. Now, one other thing here about Rebecca in this story. Uh, I'll finish with this here. Uh, it says, uh, God used uh, now, now, these very same camels to bless Rebecca. Uh, this is kind of interesting. She's running back and forth, watering these these thirsty camels, these beasts of burden. And uh, you know, camels are pretty nasty creatures. (laughs) I don't know if you've been around a camel, but uh, they're they're pretty nasty. And um, and she's running, doing her job, helping these guys out. and, And she doesn't realize that these camels are loaded with blessings for her. And later, everything that's on those camels is hers. And, uh, and it's one thing, when you're serving uh, and running the second mile, the Lord will, uh, sometimes even the same camels that you're serving, he'll use to bless you. Amen. And, uh, and not just them, other camels too in this world, uh, in different ways, but he'll get the blessing to you, praise God. Uh, and uh, as you serve, but she wasn't serving to get the blessing. She was just serving, but being a good second mother, good-hearted, helping out, being a blessing, uh, but she got it, praise God. She got blessed. And that uh, and, uh, he'll do it for you, too. Uh, and uh, what, uh, I have some verses to prove this. Uh, Hebrews 6, 10, uh, and uh, she even became the owner of these camels later on. Uh, she married in the royal family, so she was a co-owner in one sense. Uh, Hebrews 6.10, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have showed towards his name. Work and labor of love will be a second miler, working in love, good attitude, Uh, uh, He that uh, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. That means uh, past and present. Uh, Some people have ministered to the saints, but Today they're kind of uh, idle and uh, not getting anything done, and kind of just uh, static in their service. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, well, we need to minister and do minister. Where we keep going, we're faithful. Uh, we serving the Lord. Uh, Proverbs 28:10. A faithful man shall abound with blessings, but he that make uh, makes haste to be rich shall be uh, shall not be innocent. Matthew 20 uh, verse one and two for the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is a that is a householder which went out early in the morning to hire laborers unto his vineyard and when he agreed uh, with the laborers for a penny a day he sent them into his vineyard uh, that that's just one, one idea there uh, the uh, he, he contracted these guys to go served to, uh, to go out into the vineyard and uh, but uh, the, the same man that contracted them, uh, got, got them uh, hired, uh, hired them, uh, was uh, his, their father. So that, that, that's a blessing about serving in the kingdom of God. Uh, our boss is, is our boss' daddy. And if boss is daddy, then that means you're going to get favored, praise God. Uh, that means uh, you're going to be blessed. Because uh, uh, daddy will make sure that his servant son will be blessed. Uh, will, will receive the inheritance. Will, will be blessed, will uh, uh, receive his salary at the same time. Uh, uh, the, in the kingdom of God, there's inheritance, but there's Salary. There's two different things. Uh, We get an inheritance by being sons of God, receiving by faith, praise God, uh, but we get salary by working and serving. And we need to get both. Let's go the second mile and get everything that that, that he's got for us. Uh, I want to finish with this phrase uh, from Brian Tracy. He said this, always be willing to go the, the extra mile, to do more than is expected, uh, 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 do, do more than is expected of you there are never any traffic jams on the extra mile you'll be kind of by yourself out there because there's not too many people doing this uh, uh, what we're preaching about uh, there's no traffic jams out there in the second mile uh, and, uh, uh, but praise God you'll be noticed because you'll, you'll be different because uh, uh, the world does not have the second mile mentality and uh, that will make you shine as, lo- as a light. You won't put your candle under a bed or whatever it says in the Bible. Uh, you let that shine to others uh, uh, as they see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Praise God. And, uh, and there'll be, uh, the Father God will be glorified. People will be saved and blessed and helped. Uh, you'll be blessed. Uh, uh, be a second miler. Okay? Can you please uh, stand here? I want to I wanna pray for you. And uh, how many second-milers do we have in the house, praise God, they're ready to go? Uh, and uh, and uh, now there might be some first-milers here. I'm not sure. I'm not uh, 100% sure about that. But, uh, but uh, if you are, uh, just make an adjustment. Pick up the pace. <laughs> uh, uh, give, it, give it your all. Uh, it doesn't matter your age in this, too. And uh, 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 you say, well, I'm retired or whatever. Uh, uh, retired from your job, secular job, but uh, not from the kingdom of God. Uh, we keep serving God uh, the whole, uh, to the end uh, of this physical life, uh, 100%. Uh, uh, keep running, uh, keep serving, uh, faithful, loyal in everything we do. Uh, so I want to pray with you. I want to I make this decision uh help you make the, uh this decision uh, uh be a second miler you can't lose in this uh you'll be blessed others will be blessed and, uh make a, a adjustment a little uh, a tune up perhaps on your spiritual motor or whatever uh, uh and uh, and to, to be a second miler uh, in your relationship with the Lord, praying, faithful, reading the Bible, coming to church, listening to the services online, uh, Sunday night and Wednesday night, and uh, giving everything there, and with your marriage as a second mile uh, husband or wife, or or dad or mom, or son or daughter, or grandma or grandma or grandpa, or whatever uh, second miler, uh, second miler member of the church. Second miler, running, serving, helping, uh, running to the well, uh, running back and forth, uh, ready to go, uh, coming early, uh, ready to serve, help in whatever way possible, uh, being a good member of the church, praise God. And in uh, and, and your job, second miler, uh, I know this is a lot to, lot to do, uh, but you can do it, praise God. Uh, just, uh, just a little adjustment sometimes, a little tune up. Uh, pray with me if, you, if you'd like. Uh, lift your hands uh, uh, without wrath and doubting. And, and then I, I want to pray. You make your prayer too. Uh, just make, uh, refresh that commitment. Lord God, I want to be a second miler in everything I do. Uh, I want to uh, refresh that uh, mentality in myself. Uh, revive that. Uh, uh, stir that up in me. In Jesus' name, uh, the Holy Ghost, the power of God, uh, the anointing of God, to run the second mile. Uh, to go and be a blessing to others, uh, and uh, and to open doors for the gospel, uh, to be a a faithful member, a loyal member here in church, a second miler in everything I do. Uh, Thank you, Father God, for the anointing, the power of God in my life to do that, uh, walking and running in your will. In Jesus' name, Uh, we will go the second mile. You said to do it, and we will do it, Father God. Thank you. Uh, by the grace of God, in Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You guys, praise God. You guys are a blessing, and if you ever want to come down to Columbia, uh, uh, we'll get you some coffee and whatever. And, uh, and uh, I might, might have a group coming down eventually in the future uh, here from the church, too, uh, uh, and you're all welcome to come down. Uh, you came down, like, Three years ago, something like that, uh, more or less. I think it was three years ago. And a wonderful blessing, uh, the group that came from your church here. Uh, you guys were great. Uh, we love you. God bless you.
2: Uh, so. Amen. Praise the Lord. Wasn't that good? We want to encourage you to give toward their ministry. Uh, if you want to give online, uh, or by text, as we said before, you know how all that stuff works. Just uh, put something on the, the information uh, line about uh, Columbia or ROMICS, and uh, we'll get that to where uh, it needs to go. Amen. Say it with me I'm a second miler. in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, folks. Have a great day.